Hey everybody, it's Norman Douglas with the Kansas Bankruptcy Center. Today I'm here to talk about myths of bankruptcy and the cannonball run and, and kind of what they have to do with each other and how they correlate. If you want to find out more um, about bankruptcy, feel free to go visit www.mydebtfree.life. Uh, you can go there, you can schedule the free consultation in person or over the phone and uh, like this video or, or comment or subscribe uh, depending on what platform you're watching. Today we're going to talk about, like I said, some bankruptcy myths and then the recent cannonball run that's been on on uh, TV. So I'm kind of a car guy. I like cars. Um, I've had you know multiple vehicles over the years and generally enjoy the, the people who have them and uh, hanging out with those folks. So today I'm going to go eat some lunch with, uh, with some of those guys and I probably have the cheapest car in the group, um, but it'll be fun. And uh, we're gonna take about an hour ride and go have some brunch, if you will. Um, maybe eat some, I don't know what it is, but we're gonna go and, and have a good time. So I was always thinking about this. Um, I was try trying to correlate what, what the difference is between you know some myths in the car world and then I was starting to think about some bankruptcy myths. And so recently, um, there was there was an individual or a few individuals I guess who basically did the cannibal run which is a drive from New York to LA and they recently I guess broke the the record um, they did it in 27 hours and 25 minutes right nonstop and so they reached a top speed of 193 miles an hour and they averaged 103 miles an hour from New York to LA um, I believe they said they didn't get stopped by the police. Um, of course, they have all kinds of gadgets and, and uh, you know, warning systems. I think they had an aircraft for a while following ahead, etc. Now, why I'm not condoning that, because it's probably not the safest thing in the world to do, and clearly it's illegal to do it. Um, some people think, ah, that didn't happen. They have video, they have you know the recording, they have all that stuff so they could claim the record, of course. And so, as I was thinking about that, um, it came to mind that you know there's a lot of myths in bankruptcy as well. And so, I hear all the time from potential clients that I didn't know bankruptcy existed anymore, I didn't know I could claim it, I don't know if I can keep my house, et cetera, et cetera. So we're gonna go through a few of those uh, this morning. Number one, probably, is that you can't file for bankruptcy anymore. 15-ish years ago, um, the law changed, and a lot of time, or a lot of folks, um, a lot of people stopped filing, or stopped, I'm sorry, stopped practicing bankruptcy uh, because of that law change. And there was a lot of, you know, there was a lot of um, discussion before and after and during this law change, I think, that people kind of got stuck in their heads that you can't file for bankruptcy anymore. And that's just not the case, that's just not true. Um, you can file bankruptcy uh, just like before. There's some new rules, there's some new conditions, there's some, uh, you know, there's a couple financial classes you have to take which are, which are uh, not, um, you know, they're not detrimental. <laughs> they're probably fairly helpful and they're really cheap. It's not a big deal. So, number one, uh, you still can file bankruptcy. You still can file a Chapter 7 and a Chapter 13. Uh, whichever one best fits your needs. So, number one myth, you can still file bankruptcy. It's not uh, gone, okay? Number two, two is kind of a, a subset of A and B, but two um, is you'll keep, you can, you'll lose everything, right? You can't keep your house, you can't keep your car or cars, you can't keep your property, you can't keep your stuff. 
And, you know, the, the second part of that question is you can keep everything or there will be no issues with keeping everything that a bankruptcy attorney can protect all of those assets. Neither of those are, are true, okay? So depending upon the situation, I mean, everything is fact-driven, right? Everything is, is based on your situation and every situation, every case is different. Uh, clearly, if you're behind on payments on a house and a car, it kind of depends on how much you're behind, whether or not you can afford to keep those items. Uh, but you could keep them. Uh, you can file a 13 if you're behind in those, in those products or in those services, whatever it may be, um, and keep them for sure. In a Chapter 7, uh, if you're current on your house and car payments, then yeah, you can, you can keep them as long as you can afford to, to make those payments. Um, and once all the other debt, credit card, medical bills, whatever it may be, is wiped out or discharged, um, then you probably can afford those items if you want. You don't have to keep a car or house or, or whatnot. You can let those go or you can surrender those in the bankruptcy filing. So, number one, you can keep um, those items. There are also, you know, some exempt and non-exempt property. You're kind of your normal day, without going in all the nooks and crannies, but you're kind of normal day-to-day -day stuff, electronics, clothing, you know, household goods, lawnmowers, etc. Uh, those items are generally items you can keep. Again, you'll want to talk to a bankruptcy attorney to check out the values of that stuff and, and kind of determine what, it, what exactly you have. Uh, but generally, you can keep your day-to-day -day stuff. The other, the other uh, like I said, subset, section B of that question is you can keep everything. Um, sort of. Uh, if you have non-exempt property, if you have a third car, if you have um, really high-end say jewelry, expensive stuff, if you have uh, firearms, for example, those are non-exempt property. Whether or not you can keep them kind of depends. Um, if you pay the value of them into the trustee, then generally the trustee doesn't have an issue with you keeping it. Um, and so that's a question that you need to go through with the bankruptcy attorney of your choosing to determine whether or not it's something that you want to keep or something you can afford to keep. But don't just blanket it and say, I get to keep everything or I can't keep anything. All right, because there's a lot of factors that go into all of that. Number three, um, bankruptcy discharges all your debt. Uh, you're completely debt-free when you get out. Or that I want to file the chapter that gets rid of everything. So generally two chapters with consumer debt, chapter seven, chapter 13. Um, neither of those get rid of all your debt necessarily. Okay, There are some debts that are non-dischargeable. Uh, for instance, um, some, most of the time, I mean, a lot of the time, student loans are not dischargeable. They're just not, unless you fit under fairly stringent uh, kind of three or four step rule to get rid of those. That's another video. Um, student, or no, I'm sorry, I already went through student loans. It's been a rough morning. Uh, second part is uh, child support or alimony. Generally, you cannot get rid of child support or alimony. That's just something that you just can't get discharged. Recent taxes, uh, you can't get out of recent taxes normally. Um, and then anything that's considered kind of fraudulent on your behalf or that was got fraudulently. Um, and like criminal restitution, which is not necessarily fines and tickets. It's, it's a restitution is where a judge is ordering you to pay the victim of, of your crime, okay? So a lot of times those are the parts that aren't dischargeable. But typical and normal kind of credit card debt, medical bills, payday loans, stuff like that, all of that is normally dischargeable with, with no issues. But again, talk to your attorney, make sure there's nothing special about your circumstances. Number, uh, number four is basically that you can max out all your credit cards or you can you know 
go and, and get a whole bunch of uh, loans and debt and then file bankruptcy. You can't go like you could in, in the 90s and max out all your credit cards and then go file bankruptcy. Uh, that's really not allowed. And so you will want to not do that, number one. Generally, if you are going to file bankruptcy, you will want to stop using those credit cards and not incur any more debt on them, okay? But again, talk to an attorney. They're going to know the law. They're going to know what you can and can't do. Um, sometimes time in bankruptcy, time passing, fixes a lot of items or a lot of issues. And so go talk to the attorney and um, you know figure out what's best for your situation. So. The point is, is that, you know, we hear all of this stuff, um, you know, the cannibal run is a myth, right? Nobody drove 103 miles an hour average for 27 hours across the country and didn't get stopped or, or they actually did it. Um, turns out it seems that that's fairly accurate. It's been done not once, but a few times, right? Uh, there's lots of rallies, if you will, that, that do those types of things. And so, you know, just because it's said doesn't mean it's true. However, again, doesn't mean it's false either. And so the same thing goes with bankruptcy and generally anything within the law. Um, if you hear your family or your friends say, oh, you gotta do this, you gotta do that, you can't do this, can do that, whatever it is, who knows? Maybe it's correct, maybe it's not. The only way that you're gonna get accurate information is to contact a bankruptcy attorney or an attorney who's working in the field uh, that you have questions about, right? So, much like my, my previous um, videos, you gotta get the information before you can make a decision. So you can't listen to family and friends who go, oh, you can't file bankruptcy anymore, or that's not the best decision for you, or whatever they may say. Go talk to somebody, let them talk about your specific situation, and then you can actually make an informed decision as what's best for you moving forward, all right? So again, you can go to www.mydebtfree.life uh, you can schedule your free consultation either over the phone or in person there. It'll also allow you to fill out the intake form that we need so we can kind of talk about your specific situation. When you do that, and you do that on the website, it's much quicker for myself and for you because when you get here, uh, if you just call in and schedule an appointment, you're going to have to sit down and fill out this intake form. So I have at least some basic knowledge of what's going on. Um, to give you accurate information. And so if you do that online, it's much easier and much faster uh, process. So, and you can do it in the kind of the leisure of your own home, right? You don't have to sit in my office in the waiting room and fill out the information. So again, www.mydebtfree.life. Uh, go there if you wanna learn more. If you like this video, again, like it, comment on it, subscribe, uh, depending on the platform you're watching it on. And I will talk to you next time. Have a great day.